0: This is Why We Plan, a podcast for business owners and their advisors about how to better plan for the exit from a business. Join us each episode as we discuss different elements of exit planning, including real life stories, challenges, and opportunities of owners and their advisors.
1: Like I said, I started out uh, as, a, as a tax lawyer uh, who worked with a, primarily a tax estate planning law firm back in the 80s. Um, because I had a business background because I was also a CPA. I also sort of was the guy who was helping all the time when we had business-related issues. And, of course, what you come to find out if you do much estate planning is that for a lot of uh, people, their business is their most significant asset and how to transition that asset either so that it continues to have value in the hands of other family members or is sold in a way that, Uh, can can realize the value for the family and and of course the business owner his or herself uh, is is an important aspect of the overall planning process and estate planning just like exit planning usually involves it's it's not just the lawyer who's drafting wills and trust agreements and powers of attorney and things like that there are a lot of professionals involved that you have to interact with the tax person the, the cpa the financial planner and so exit planning uh, over time I came to see as just one more uh, person at the table. But uh, when I first started uh, estate planning, uh, I didn't really know of anyone who was doing anything they called exit planning. And then it wasn't too long that I found out that people had were calling something business succession planning. But uh, over time I came to find out that uh, the HR people had kind of coined that term also to talk about internal transition inside mm-hmm. as far as management elevation and so. Uh, uh, I, I started asking around. I became uh, uh, familiar with some folks who were more involved in the process than I had been, and I came across uh, you and uh, uh, your, your first book and uh, read that. And gradually over time I began uh, made an affiliation with BEI first as just someone who was on the, the email list and checking out the website here and there. And then eventually uh, several years ago I actually uh, joined, uh, BEI first uh, as a as a marketing. Uh, it was actually a lot of good information in just the marketing component of the BEI program to help learn uh, yeah. what you know what what's involved in exit planning and what owners need to think about in terms of exit planning and how the exit planning process all fits together with the different advisors. And then I uh, became a full participant a few years later. And uh, this is my second BEI conference that I'm attending here today. So excellent. Uh, enjoyed my affiliation but uh uh, over time i've learned more about the exit planning process and of course uh you know part of the your seven step program involves exit planning as a step and uh, that's a lane we primarily stay in in the exit planning process but every now and then we find ourselves in a situation where we're closer to being the the leader of the process Uh, depending upon what other advisors the um, business owner has or is willing to uh, gain access to.
0: So you're more than just the estate planning attorney. That's correct. You're you're leading the team of advisors, maybe helping an owner transition out of ownership. That's correct. But also planning for, you know, what happens if the owner dies. That's right. Was that kind of your original interest in exit planning? Was you were dealing with this big asset that is illiquid Sense uh, and what happens if that owner dies to the estate plan?
1: Yeah. Unfortunately, I had the experience over, I've been uh, in estate planning for over 35 years, and I've had the experience of seeing owners who didn't plan well, and, uh, you know, seeing an owner die and, and not having, a, uh, you know, having either disposed of the business at a timely fashion during his or her life, or has made assumptions about how it was going to continue that were just wrong. Yeah and uh, seeing a family uh, go through turmoil. Sometimes it's not just a decline in the value of the business. Sometimes the owner is wrong about what the relationships are between family members who may either be in the business or some who are and some who aren't. Mm -hmm. And they've seen disastrous situations.
0: That's really a good point because, first of all, being an old estate planning attorney myself, a lot of estate planning attorneys never ask about family relationships. They're Mm -hmm. just doing documents. That's right. And and so those issues are going to be there unless somebody is some advisor is going to ask questions. That's right. And and have possible solutions.
1: That's correct. Estate
0: planning tends not to do that.
1: Yeah, there was a time, and I've certainly I still see planners that are like this, but uh, it was a matter of making sure you fully utilize the available estate tax exemption, uh, maybe protect the kids a little bit with uh, trust that you didn't all pay out at the death of the second spouse. Uh, but uh, but there's a lot more to the whole process of planning. And really, estate planning is just a slice of a bigger planning pie that, that anybody who is uh, uh, really trying to do the right job will take a look at the whole thing, not just that one little slice.
0: And that means maybe being the head of the table mm-hmm. of the, for all of these other advisors. The CPA, in your case, the financial advisor, the insurance advisor, maybe... A- business coach, it could be all kinds of different advisors who need to be coordinated through
1: you. That's correct. That's going to
0: uh, be more fun than drafting estate planning oh, documents. All day, long, <laughs> all day long, all
1: day long. You know, if I, sometimes I say, if I see another uh, share A, trust be will, I'll throw up. But uh, <laughs> uh, it's uh, it's it's a lot more ex- exciting, and uh, it's it's fun to interact with all kinds of people, Uh it, it, you get a better view of what people's dreams are. You know, why did they get in business in the first place and, and, and you know, how, how have they grown as a person and, you know, what their, what their vision is for life after business. And that's another important piece that I saw a lot uh, of people ignore was, you know, for a lot of m and advisors or, or others who are, just, who are just involved with one part of the exit planning process, you know, yes, okay, we have a successful li- liquid, liquidity event, uh, with the sale of the business or something like that. Now what? Yeah. And, uh, you know, I've enjoyed the way that uh, estate planning as a discipline tries to help uh, a business owner not just look at that, you know, isolated mm-hmm. part of the process, but think about, you know, what is my readiness really to get out of this business? What is my family's readiness? And what am I going to do after I get out of here?
0: So that's all exit planning.
1: That's right. That's all exit planning, and it, and it's uh, it. it if you enjoy uh, developing relationships with people and helping them get to where they ultimately want to go or feel like they're supposed to go, uh, that's a very rewarding uh, experience.
0: So, how how do the advisors listening in find people like you?
1: Well, uh, I
0: mean, especially from an because your estate planning perspective is much broader than most estate planning attorneys who are mm-hmm. gonna just do documents basically,
1: right? Um, I, of course, BEI has, uh, if, if they know how to get in touch with BEI, uh, has a, a, a directory of BEI advisors all over the country. And so anyone who's looking for somebody in South Carolina where I am uh, could certain, f- certainly find me that way. Uh, I'm also, uh, there are other publications who list uh, uh, ad- advisors uh, in different capacities. I'm uh, recognized by a, a publication called Best Lawyers in America, not only in trust and in estates, but also in family and uh, privately held business uh, oh, wow. expertise. So, yeah. uh, you know, if you if you look at some of those uh, resources, you can find somebody like me in order to help you.
0: Well, they'll also be able to find you on this podcast. Oh, great. <laughs> well, yeah,
1: when well, and, uh, and uh, yeah. certainly we and we have a website and. Uh, uh, I think um, there may be an opportunity to link this to this podcast, Absolutely. Uh, so yeah. uh, that would be a way that they could uh, get in touch with us.
0: So, so let me ask you another question, almost apart from exit planning. Uh, what kind of trust do you create? Do you, do you work with sales to digits and uh, domestic asset protection trusts? Yes. That's what I would call advanced I, I, estate claims. Usually with
1: domestic asset protection trusts, because we don't have those in my jurisdiction particularly, uh-huh. I'll aff- affiliate a, an attorney uh-huh. who's in Nevada or uh, one of yeah. the jurisdictions that has that kind of law. I'm still working on trying to get, get a law passed in South Carolina. But uh, until we do, I usually affiliate counsel outside. We have done some IDJITs and uh, other uh, sophisticated uh, uh, you know, value uh uh, 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 working on how to you know, keep value down for estate tax purposes, um, freezing techniques um, that, that are still available. Of course, Congress uh, tried to play with a lot of those last year. We didn't – fortunately, we didn't lose anything last year, but it's always on the table. So you yeah. have to keep your eye on the ball about what you can still do and what you can't do.
0: So is that – I mean, is most of your estate planning at that advanced level of estate planning?
1: Well, you know, as you know, John, at one time, uh, we had a $600,000 state tax exemption. And what I used to like to tell people is that if by the time you retired, you had a paid off house and a life insurance policy, you had an estate tax problem. But nowadays, with a, an excess of $12 million exemption per person, $24 million uh, per couple, then uh, there's not as many people who have an estate tax problem. So they're not looking as much to do those types of strategies that they used to. But but uh, yeah. and and of course the um, you know some of the uh, other changes in the law that have happened over the last several years with the uh, uh, Secure Act that have you know kind of simplified what you can and can't do with retirement plan uh, distributions and things like that. That's kind of taken away some of our tools. But but certainly we get involved in drafting all kinds of trusts. Um, I have a colleague who's more of a uh, elder law planning attorney, and so. I work with her in uh, when I have a client that's trying to, you know, you know, do that sort of planning. But uh, but you know, as far as uh, estate tax planning and and income tax planning in connection with estate planning, you know, I work with a lot of folks on that. And then, you know, basic asset protection strategies as well, such as um, you know, business entities to hold assets uh, that that you might give you a better shot of avoiding claims of creditors, things like that.
0: Do you restrict your, restrict your estate planning practice at least to South Carolina? Yes. Uh, exit planning you could, or, you could do out of state as well? Or... Uh, yeah, I
1: haven't had an exit planning client outside of South Carolina, but, but uh, it is something that we're looking at trying to do is maybe do a- exit planning outside of yeah. South Carolina. Most
0: interesting. Anything else you'd like to add?
1: No, I appreciate the opportunity to yeah. be with you today. It's been fun, yeah. and uh, I uh, wish you the best with uh, the podcast series.
0: Thanks for joining us. Be sure to tune in for our next episode. If you'd like more information on better ways to plan for the future, please visit exitplanning.com.